What is up? Welcome to Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft episode 17. One more and we'll be legal. Uh, today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be spitting them hot bars. Then we're going to be talking, putting a little bow on that final four. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the NBA. The playoffs are happening. Get hype. And we're going to take a deep dive into one of my favorite topics, the process. Plus, a little bit of baseball and a little bit of hockey. All coming up on Shane's Life. Hit that music. What's up? How's everybody doing out there? Uh, my name is John, one of your hosts here. Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft. Go check us out on Geeks Unlimited and at the Instagram, Shane's Pod. But enough of that promo. Greg Dennis, the man so nice, they first named him twice. How are you tonight? I am, I'm, you know, I'm sad uh, for my best friend, Rory McElroy. Oh, you're drinking, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, my best friend. Okay. Um, he really, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say. There was no heckles. There was no cocktails in the gallery. Ah, just a, just a sad performance. But that's okay. Okay. All right. Uh, also joined by the man they call Hertz, the man they call Gigaverts, the man they call the Canadian Club, Daniel Gavertz. How you doing? I'm all right. I got a pop quiz for the both of you. Uh, who 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 came in second in the Masters this year? Uh, Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Wow. I didn't think either of you were going to get that. I was going to accuse both of you of only pretending to watch golf. <laughs> I, I didn't watch. I just read it. I watched wow. that leaderboard real close. Yeah, all week. exactly. And yeah, the only, literally the only thing I watched about the Masters was uh, in the mornings. Uh, ESPN told me that Tiger Woods was uh, plus five on Saturday and then plus four on Sunday. And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. Yep. Too many pluses. That's a big minus. Right? Pluses. Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to say pluses. Plus isn't a good thing. Plus is good in, in plus minus in basketball and hockey. Not so much in the uh, in the golf. True. What about in your what about in your partner? You don't really want a plus sized partner. That's ice cold. Yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, Come we, on, we man. don't judge. We don't judge people like that on Shane's life as a fantasy. Yeah, Dorothy Mantooth was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, so you guys, Tiger Woods, not so good. No, he's right? bad. He's not the Masters. It, Tiger's like uh, he's in his forties. There's just not like a track record of golfers like suddenly becoming dominant in their forties. But, I mean, Tiger was already dominant. Right. Like, he's he had there, a run. But there are stories, or there are, you know, there is a track record of golfers who are great continuing to be great. Right. Into that age, no? That, like, good, yeah. But, like, the oldest major winner is still 46, Jack Nicklaus in 86. Shout out to the bear. Shout out to the bear. Golden bear. Huge Bills fan. Huge Bills fan. <laughs> Bills fan for life this year. Um, no, but like Tiger, Phil Mickelson, like that, that era of golf is, is over. It's just done. Mm. And we, with the, the new blood is in 
And you've got, you know, drinking buddy Roy McElroy, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, and, uh, you know, Bubba Watson and a whole host of others. So, I mean, like, I don't know. It's just time. It's time. That's not really okay. That wasn't that. Until my until my child, until I have a child who I'm going to groom to be the greatest golfer in the world. Right. Um, boy or girl, either way, it's going down. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's man. If I have, and they're both going to run the PGA. So if I have a girl, you know what? I think I'd I'd take her up into golfing. I think that's a solid career path. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so you guys are you're you're just all out on Tiger Woods then? Yeah, I think Tiger wins yeah. one more major max in his career. In his I career. don't. I think I think he's done. That's my blister. Wow. He's done. Yeah, one at the most, but probably probably none. Probably none. Wow. I, kinda... I think I think Tiger had a, an excellent career. Well, yeah, uh, for many years, and I I don't think you can come back. From the psychological damage and obviously the physical damage that his body has undergone, I just you just can't do it. Okay, I just you know that's that's kind of sad. Is it's very sad. I thought I thought you know in the run up to the Masters, people were talking about Tiger like like he was back and like he was going to be what we remembered and he was not that. And the whole thing was really sad. It, it was, it was incredibly sad. And, and the saddest part of the whole thing is when he was done, he was like, well, I think it's time for me to take some time off. And it's like, you just took like yeah, three years off. Yeah. Like, where have you been? You, you've done nothing, but that's the only thing you've done is take time off. Yeah. to take time on. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sad, how about Johnny Football? Ugh, what was know. what was that that he was doing? I don't know. I don't know. Was that like some sort of charity, like really backwards charity event? So it was. It's 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 a legitimate like it's spring league football. Like and, and I get that I, by saying the word legitimate, like I'm using like massive air quotes. Yes. Um, but like. He played in a little game, okay, right here in Austin, because of course he did, because it's close. Austin's known for its spring league football. Right. I mean, like, that's what you do here in Austin. You eat breakfast tacos and you go play spring league football. Like, it's what we do. And you you refresh yourself on the bench with Topo Chico. Yes, absolutely. Shout out to Topo Chico. Sponsor us. Um, So it's billed as an... It's... Speaking of shout out to Topo Chico, I think a Topo Chico bottle just <laughs> smashed down to the ground and broke. There, oh there goes John Gorman's little collection of Topo Chico That's bottles right. in oh. the corner of his kitchen. Oh my goodness! Wow, that... I can only suspect a certain cat. Yeah, is the perpetrator of this one. Shout out to Oreo, not the company. Um, uh, it looks like. According to ESPN, this is a league from where wherein the players have to pay in order to participate. Correct. No less than an authority of Mike Florio, who is one of America's most trusted reporters, said at a time when the NFL has no developmental league, the spring league is the closest thing to an apples to apples opportunity for players to get game reps. It's starting small 
but that could be the smartest way to go. In other words, this is Pop Warner for adults. Yeah, and he only fin- he finished seven of uh, nine of fifteen for eighty-two yards. He was outplayed by Zach Mettenberger. Of course, he, he was. had he d- he had a touchdown. Yeah, but going back to what we talked about last week, when you blitz him, he falls. He, he was sacked three times. Sacked three times in in spring league football, where the players are paying, paying. to play. That's that's I, I play in a league where I pay to play. What is this it, is not going to translate. Is it football? To, I do I do participate in a I am participating in a spring football league. Okay. Yeah. All so right. I've done a little flag football. Okay. From time to time. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, the artist formerly known as Mike Stanton, John Carlos Stanton. The mic drop. The mic drop. Two platinum sombreros in the span of less than a week. Look, this is this is we talked about this, right? So yeah. baseball is basically getting to a place. Never been hotter. Oh, what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that, but I heard no. it. <laughs> no, but like, so, so no, no, no. Where what I, what I was saying is we we talked about this last last Stanton's week. Stanton's never been colder. Sorry, <laughs> baseball is getting to a place where it's just home runs and strikeouts, right? Right. Stanton also has three home runs. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I don't think there's anything to be worried about here. This is who he is. Like, he's been a strikeout machine for his whole career. Right. And he'll go a few games where he strikes out 20 times. And it's okay. Because he's also going to hit 50 home runs. When you're swinging to hit the ball out of the park every time, your propensity to strike out is way higher. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. That is a high-risk, high-reward swing. It's like taking a three-point shot. Yes, unless you're yeah, so when you're inside ten feet, that's pretty much a given basket. When you're outside the arc, you know maybe forty percent if you're lucky. You know, and as we learned from the Book of Genesis, if you're outside the arc, it's a lot harder to survive. You're swimming. Mm. Um, in other such a weird turn. It did. It. Sorry, I've I got a little biblical. I apologize for that. I'll never let it happen again. Um. I'm not familiar with what we're about to talk about in this A block, um, but I do have to read this as it is written, so treat it as seek. Um, LeBron's taking action against Saban in Tide Football for appropriating intellectual property is the new show Shop Talk, in which Saban chats with Julio Jones. Saban at a barbershop? Terrible idea. Greg, explain yourself. So ESPN reported on this the other day. Okay. Yeah. But of course, they're a little bit more politically correct than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Stop it. Nick Saban should not go anywhere near a barbershop unless it is called Supercuts. <laughs> this is a horrendous idea. Um, I, I, first of all, who would want to talk to Saban anywhere, especially a barbershop? It's a ghost pepper take. I think Saban the might be funniest part of this was that someone asked Nick Saban about it and, and mentioned that LeBron James is doing the same thing over on, you know, the uh, the un, uninterrupted. What's what's LeBron James's players oh, Tribune the, ripoff? The uninterrupted. The uninterrupted. Yeah. 
So LeBron is doing the same thing, and and they asked yes. Nick Saban about it. And Nick Saban was like, I don't know. There's like twenty barbershop things. I don't know. I'm just gonna <laughs> do my right. thing. And there then are, LeBron. And, 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 then they and, asked LeBron. And, hold on. Then they asked LeBron about his response to Nick Saban, and LeBron acted like he invented the barbershop talking thing. He invented people talking in barbershops. That was, no, that was clearly, LeBron James' idea. No, that was clearly Bernie Mac and Ice Cube. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but exactly like LeBron James is acting I mean, like Cedric he came up with this idea. He threatened. He was like, "The lawyers will figure it out." And it's like, "What are you talking about, LeBron James?" I'm I'm fairly certain that that concept had came along maybe in the '90s with like MTV and like a hip hop. In, in hip hop culture somehow. I, I've seen this interview oh, yeah. done hundreds of times. Oh yeah. And I, I and, and I can't think of a worse way to do it than to put Nick Saban yeah, that's true. in there. That's true. Like if I'm LeBron James, I'm not trying to dissuade Nick Saban from doing this at all because he's going to do it so poorly that it's, it could only help right. LeBron James. That is the And I love the fact that LeBron's <laughs> done it once and he's filmed another episode. Yeah. So essentially you've done it. Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's done it two times. Two times. Two times. Two times. It's not his. No, but he but he any means like it. You but need he's to have like it is. It's hilarious. Right. You need to have twenty episodes plus under your belt. So I well, mean uh, don't you mean don't you mean don't you mean uh seventeen? <laughs> okay. I'll, okay, I'll let it so I'll let you go at seventeen. <laughs> okay. So clearly, um, Saban is making barbershop, and LeBron is making barbershop too. I think it's the other yeah, way. Yeah, around. it's the other way around. Uh, LeBron did it yeah, first. Yeah, LeBron right. invented Sorry. LeBron invented the barbershop interview. Don't forget this. That's right. No, yeah, you're Le- correct. LeBron invented the barbershop. <laughs> no one was getting haircuts before LeBron stepped in. You know what? That's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. I can't. I can't recall I think a time before true. a month ago that I ever got a haircut. It was all because of LeBron. It's all, it was all because of LeBron. Thank, thank, yeah. thank Jesus for LeBron. I was like, wait, you can get your hair cut places? <laughs> I got to go. To people? <laughs> you talk to people while you're in there? Maybe get a glazed donut? <laughs> wait, okay. Have you ever gotten a glazed donut at a barbershop? No. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, man. Wait, yeah. I've what gotten barbershop? a beer. What, what weed so, smoke filled barbershop are you going to? <laughs> So when I was a kid, my cousin used to cut hair, and it's like a real Italian, like old barber shop, and they always had donuts there. I don't know why. Italians don't eat donuts. Italians eat anything sweet and fried. Uh, I don't know. Zeppoli, Sfinges. <laughs> I don't know. My, my ex in college, who was a hippie, was Cannolis. sweet and fried, too, and uh, I ate her. Hey, oh. Whoa. Oh, hey. wow. That's not that kind of a show. That's <laughs> not. This is not. We I didn't. Not some people country. listen to this with their children. <laughs> how did how did we go from Nick Saban in a barbershop to an Italian glazed donut to John Gorman <laughs> cannibalism? <laughs> so so can I can I can I take it on 
can I take it on good authority then that neither of you two are going to watch either Nick Saban's The Barbershop Show or LeBron James's? Oh, I'm watching the Nick Saban one. <laughs> Don't even get that twisted for a second. Well, Greg, we, I we, have to watch that. We need to, in like the C block of a future episode, we need to get your like live reaction to Greg watching the Nick Saban Barbershop Show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For oh, sure. Man, like one of those one we'll of the time YouTube reaction videos. They still do those? Yeah, they still do those. We will. Call- I would love to. I would love to film uh, Bill Belichick interview someone in a bodega. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> it's too. a much better idea. <laughs> we will call that segment the unkindest cut of all. Ooh. Speaking of cut, with cutting down the nets in the final four, right? Yeah, with that the close with the close down. of the NCAA season, with the close of the NCAA tournament, also came the end of Passover. And yep. a yearly tradition in Passover, uh, we ask uh, we ask the four questions. As I believe the only uh, Jewish person on the show, I was going to say the most Jewish, and then I realized also probably only Jewish person on the show. I will ask. We are power- I think I'm the I think I'm the most Jewish <laughs> person. The, the, the sad thing is, you might be the most <laughs> Jewish person on the show. You might if be one of the most power- Jewish people I know. We're power ranking I- Jews on the show. I am a distant third. <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I, when we first went over this idea, I said, did you ever find it weird that there's actually five questions? <laughs> I did not. And Daniel's like, I never, I never that. noticed that when I read the four questions, there were actually five questions. That, that in 30 plus years of doing Passover, I have never asked that question. That will come up next year, if I remember. Where is the YouTube reaction video to Daniel finding that out? <laughs> I, I definitely, like, Greg said it, and I looked it up. I was like, oh, wow. There's five questions here. How long have there been five questions? Oh, only 5,800 years. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's all? Yeah, that's it. Just 5,800. Yeah, man. That's, that's how old the planet is. Come all right. Okay. All right, so Daniel, yeah. why is this year's tournament different from all the others? Uh, well, um, this year's tournament was the first tournament in the history of the NCAA where the University at Buffalo Bulls won a game. That's the correct answer. Do we <laughs> have a, a do we have like a answer. Jewish bell we can ring? I'm on it. Let me, is that let like me a, find us. Let me find us a Jewish bell. Okay, go for all it, right. Greg. Why don't you answer? I'm trying the to think of a, what a Jewish bell would sound like. Oi! <laughs> oh, oh, okay, hold on. Right, let me get no, that. No, we don't. Yeah, okay. No, let's just have Greg say that after every Daniel's correct answer. Uh, on I, all other uh, nights. Wait, I have, a, I have okay. a funny joke. Okay. I have a funny joke. What do you call a Jewish gynecologist? Oh, God. What? I don't know. An oi, BGYN. It's <laughs> uncomfortably close to your Regis impression. Uh, on all <laughs> other nights, we root for the underdog. Daniel, why on this night only top seeds? Nobody wants nobody wants underdogs ruining their final four, right? So you want the underdogs winning in like the first two rounds. Nobody wanted uh, uh, the UMBC Golden Retrievers to beat Virginia, even though we all wanted Virginia to lose. Nobody wanted them to lose in the first round. Nobody, but we all want upsets in the first couple of rounds. But we don't want those upsets to ruin our final four brackets. So it's a weird rooting system that we have. Like, normally, we'll all watch the NFL playoffs, and we'll all be really happy that Case Keenum is out there just dusting people. But <laughs> you get you get a Loyola beating Kentucky to get into the final – not even beating Kentucky. Who do they beat? K-State. I don't even know. You get Loyola in the final One of the four, Ks. And, 
And it's like, what, what are we even doing here? Nobody had Loyola doing anything. We don't want Loyola in the Final Four. We want number ones and number twos in the Final Four, maybe a number three. Even Michigan was pushing it. We want low seeds in the Final Four because that's, you know, that's where the action is. That's where the guys getting drafted are. And that's so it's a weird situation that we're in where normally we want the underdogs. But once you get down to the, uh, you know, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, you want those top seeds winning. Shalom. That was a long answer. <laughs> However, oi! Oi! Uh, Daniel, question number three. Oh gosh. On all other nights, we appreciate and cheer for athletes. Who on this oh. night do we notice? Or how on this night do we notice only the coaches? So... We only notice the coaches, right? It's always it's always the coach and them boys, right? It was it was Jay Wright and them boys winning the championship. Nobody even notices the players, and I don't know. I don't. Here's here's one that I want I wanted to pose to you guys because I don't know why this is. I don't know why we don't recognize the college athletes. We had you know the whole tournament to get to know them. We all you know most of us who are watching the NCAA tournament also have NBA teams that we care about, and we have you know, teams that we want to draft players. So how, why is it that we don't know the players? Why why can't we name anybody on the Michigan basketball team? Because they are not allowed just, to profit off their own likeness. Is that it? Did you just answer a question with a, qu- with a question? That is the correct answer. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> All right, and the fourth... Wait, hold on, Daniel, okay. or, or John. Yes. John, kill the music for a second. Okay, okay, okay. Just for a second. Just kill it for a second. Okay. Daniel, 30 seconds for the Knicks. Go. Oh, man. So this has got to be one of the last ones of the year. The Knicks are uh, playing uh, their last home game of the season today against the Celtics. Uh, They have been pretty – I mean, they've been abysmal all year, you guys. This was uh, ever since uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis went down uh, due to a a, a dirty play by the dirtiest player in the game, Giannis Adetokounmpo. Uh, the season is just the Knicks went into full tank mode. Uh, Kylo Quinn wants out. Ennis Cantor wants out. This team is looking bad, and it's uh, sadly it was looking bright for the future, but it's, it, I don't know what it's going to look like next year. It's all the brides on the draft, where they go, and if they can convince anyone to show oy, up oy. in free agency. <laughs> all right. All right. Wait, hold up. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the dirtiest player, dirtiest in, player the in the NBA. Wow. Dirtiest player in the game. More than Zaza? Oh, my God. Worse than Zaza. Worse than JaVale McGee. put the music back on. Good God. Oi. Oi. Daniel, question (laughs) number four. The final four question. On all other nights, the teams play for an actual national championship. Why on this night will the national championship be vacated almost immediately? (laughs) So Villanova won the game, but... Are we really going to remember this for for being the year that Villanova won their second title in three years? Or is this going to be a vacated title? This is going to be a vacated title almost, I mean, almost immediately. Like, the FBI is already investigating. There are scandals abound. Uh, There are coaches going to be fired in disgrace. And uh, this is the, the 2018 national championship never happened. It'll be like the neuralizer from men in black. We'll all forget about it. And we'll start again next year. Oi. Oi. That was definitely the right answer. Oi. Uh, Villanova won the game. Loyola yes. 
won our hearts. Oyola. Oyola. Speaking of Oyola. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's a substitute for uh, canola oil. It gives you anal leakage, unfortunately. Oh, no. My God. What? Hate when that happens. You guys don't remember Olean. Clearly not. Look up the side effects for Olean. Oilean. 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 Daniel, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going into, I wanted to talk about soon became famous for its negative gastrointestinal side effects, including intense diarrhea and (laughs) anal leaking. There you go. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, Well, I just. I have firsthand experience with Olean. There was a really funny side-by-side photograph of a press conference for Sister Jean and a press conference for some of the Loyola players. And there was one reporter with the Loyola players and the Sister Jean press conference was like packed to the rafters. And it's just a a beautiful encapsulation of these players don't matter. Uh, We're all just here to make money and none of that money is going to the players. Yeah. Even, You're correct. Even the nun, even, even the, the nun who has taken a vow of poverty is just here for the money. So much I, money being I, made and the players got none. She is. <laughs> she is. Charming. I thought you were going to trample right over that joke. <laughs> no, that was very, very well done. Thank you. Uh, she is charming, though. Of course. She's a 90 whatever year old nun. Of course, she's yeah. charming. It's not really a given. Got. Should, should we get out of here and go to something else? You're listening to Shane's Life as a Fantasy Draft. Powered by Geeks on Neverland. So, playoffs. we're ready. Like, we're here. We made it back. I always feel like the NBA playoffs are like that recentering where you're like, all right, all your favorites are back. It's time to see who's eventually going to lose to whom on the way to the Cavs Warriors rematch. So it's like playing. It's like playing. Uh, there was a great game for Sega Genesis called Lakers versus Celtics basketball. I had this and game. It, oh, it's a great. I, I feel like everybody that was, had a Genesis probably had this game. I also I had Bull, and, uh, Bulls versus Blazers. Which came out the next year. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much a game where only the good teams are. There's like (laughs) maybe six teams from each conference, and and two of those teams would be the East and West All-Stars. Right. And then you can just play with just the greatest teams ever. And I feel like the NBA playoffs are just Lakers versus Celtics basketball, (laughs) except you know we ultimately know where we're going to get to uh, this year. Right. Yeah, but it's Raptors and Cavs, but I'm sorry, Raptors and, and, and Warriors, Ra- but you know Raptors Raptors, Raptors Rockets. Raptors, Raptors Rockets. I'm here for that. So I like the NBA playoffs because the season the regular season is such a long haul. It's eighty two games, it takes forever, but there's sixteen teams in the playoffs and it feels like regular season part two, but with only the good teams. Right. There's like three games every night. It's the second season. It's beautiful. Like the first round is orgasmic. It's oh, the first, the first round of the playoffs, it, to me, feels oh. like the, the first round of the NCAA tournament, except it lasts a whole month. Yeah, and the players how, are how all would awesome. You feel, how would you feel if they slightly 
redid the NBA season so that you essentially have two two seasons, right, per year. I believe Bill As Simmons a playoffs. came up with that idea. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, are you talking about, like, awarding a regular season championship? You, you would have, a like, a January through June game, like, season, right? Okay. And then you would have a bracket the rest of the year. Isn't hmm. that what currently exists? Yeah, that sounds like... No, but every every team is in the bracket. No, I don't like that. No, I don't no, want no, I don't every want, team I don't want being a in the... No, no. I don't want to see... Know. I don't want to see Rockets... Um, Kings in the first round, but you're seated based on your season one, so to speak. Right. So that's how you would wind up with Rockets Kings in a seven game series, which is yeah, sounds yes. awful. Well, no, it would only be a four game series in that situation. Well, it would. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so. it'd be best out of one. I mean, I I would say maybe a best out of three in the first round. Yeah. best out of five, something like the way the like uh, the baseball season goes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like that too much. I don't, I'm not. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I don't even know. If people talk about getting rid of East-West designation for the playoffs and just going straight like one through sixteen. I don't even know about that. Like I kind of like the playoff. So system a one the way would it play is. a sixteen. Yeah. And you you oh, don't have East-West. You could wind up with like nine or ten Western Conference teams in wait, the playoffs. Wait, hold on. A one, but a one versus sixteen is essentially. Warriors Kings no because the Kings are the 32nd best team right Right, but they're on the west so there's only gonna be 16 teams coming out of it oh I see I see what you're saying but still that doesn't make the matchup any more appealing no it it makes it I'm saying you just you're essentially playing the exact same style of basketball yeah the exact same setup I don't like it because the one playing a 16 that's just not even no but it's not it's 16 of the teams. Right. I know, but that eight seed coming out of the East is going to be way weaker than the eight seed coming out of the West. Not this year. You know, this year. Exactly. That's why. Not, well, not this that's year. Why but, I, don't, um, I don't like the idea of switching to one, to one through 16. I don't like that idea at all. It's been thrown out a bunch of times and I, I don't like it. I like the, I, I like keeping East and West separate in the playoffs. I do too. I because think of like the logistical implications of going one through sixteen straight. Like, what happens if you get like I'm just spitballing this, but like, what happens if you get Warriors Bucks in the first round? Well, Bucks aren't even that far in series, right? But like, like, what if you get what if you get get, like uh, Warriors Heat? Warriors Heat in the first round? Yeah, like, come on, like that's preposterous. I mean, I can, I see, I can, I'm going to play both sides here. Um, I can definitely see uh, why you would go through one through 16 because they're playing, they're playing the op, the opposing conference just as much as they're playing their own conference. It seems it's not like in baseball where you pretty much play your, your league. Well, not anymore. And then. Well, not anymore. But years ago, that that was that's how it was. Right. Right. And, and the same thing with baseball. I mean, I, I would even say the same thing with baseball. Is years ago you would just play in your league, and it was like playing a totally different team. You didn't know that other team as well. There's you know obviously slightly different rules that are involved with it. So I don't know. I think now that every you know 
everyone's playing interleague play essentially. It, it whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I it doesn't because you're you're, you're playing teams that you've played all year. Well, like in, that factor of not knowing that other team is like that's why you going to keep it separate east and west. Yeah, absolutely. I, and and I think that's the way that that's the way it should stay. I think there's other rule changes they can focus on to make the NBA a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, tr- yes. Yeah. So let's see here. Did we all already pick our winners or were you guys mostly joking? You want to no, start picking winners? You want yeah, to pick winners? I mean, I'm, not, I'm not joking, but let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Rockets Wolves. Of course. I mean, it's going to be the, it's going to be the Rockets. <laughs> this is going to be a fun series. You know what? This is going to be a fun series, right? You know, the Wolves are... Even in nature, the Rockets would win. <laughs> the Wolves are a young team that, you know, it's great for them to... This is one of those, uh, you know, it's good for them to get playoff experience teams, right? You know, with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins and, and you know, Jimmy Butler's like the veteran leading this team. Like, that's not... They're nothing to sneeze at. They're not, they're not nearly as good as the Rockets, but... This isn't right. going to be a joke of a series, and expect expect to see the Wolves back in the top half of this bracket next year. Yeah, and to, Ex- it, expect a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, we should we should very clearly point out that like three through eight in the West is a coin flip, pretty much. Yes. Yeah, one and two are clinched at this point, but everyone else I think is within a half game. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jazz Pelicans. It's gonna be a fun series, but I got, I got, I think the Jazz are gonna win this. I mean, Anthony too. Davis has been a monster, a monster, a literal yeah. monster, a Teen Wolf for the last uh, month. But pass, pass it to Will. <laughs> but I, I am going to, I'm going to disagree with you both. I'm going Pelicans. Okay, okay. Best, best player beating better team. It's worked, yes. worked in the Eastern the N- Conference yes. for decades. The NBA is is the only. You know, you know, team sport that that is a thing, right? That's true. Well, because in in the NBA, one player is twenty percent of the guys on your team. You know, whereas right. in the NFL, you're one out of eleven, and in baseball, you're you know one out of nine. But in the NBA, one out of five. hockey, hockey, you're seventeen percent. So yeah, but hockey, it only matters if the goalie's any good. Also, the oh. hockey, yeah, hockey, it's all about the goalie. Um, about that goalie. Blazers, Spurs. Blazers. Yeah, the Blazers been playing really good basketball, and I really like Damian Lillard. I love. They're hot right now. Yeah, they're hot right now, and and, and they're blazing. The Spurs are in they're like Hansel. Yeah. <laughs> they're like Hansel. They're so hot right now. All right. Well, I I need to tell you that I'm disagreeing and I'm going Spurs. What? Yeah, you love you. You love you some Popovich. I love me some Popovich and also my blistering hot take, Kawhi Leonard comes back. No, Kawhi Leonard's done. He's done for the year. Get those horns out of here. (laughs) Kawhi Leonard's Leonard's hanging out with me in New York. We're looking for Rory McIlroy. Wait, you are? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're all going to get drinks together. Holy... (laughs) Did you just get like four sounders at once? Looking, <laughs> looking for the, the right one? No, no, that was that was one sound. But no, like that's that's you know saucy, juicy details. Oh, yeah. And I don't have the T. I don't have the TMZ sound queued up, so I got a current affair instead. Timely. Um, 
Well, we, we can't use the TMZ one. No, no, we can't. No, we can't. Can they possibly? So for whatever reason, my TMZ guy sounds vaguely like the Sports Center promo guy. Greg drinks with Rory McElroy. <laughs> Will Greg drink with Rory McElroy in front of our camera? Anyway, so. <laughs> He will. The Kevin Durant Russell Westbrook matchup I, we've been craving. I hope this 2 7 happens. I hope the Warriors play the Thunder in the first round of the playoffs. That oh. series will go, it'll, it'll be one of those six game series that actually isn't close, but it'll be six games and it's going to be so much yes. fun. It'll be it'll be the Thunder will win two games in triple overtime and the Warriors will beat the Thunder four times by a hundred points combined. Yeah, they're gonna beat the brakes off of them in every other yeah. game. Yes. Give me the Warriors, but man, I wanna see Russell Westbrook just ball. Russell out. Westbrook is gonna score fifty points at least three times in the series, twice in losses. Oh, that! Oh, and you just know, as as a as a Knicks fan, I just know Carmelo Anthony is going to have the ball with 15 seconds on the clock, down two, and he's going to take a three from 43 feet, and it's going to brick, and it's going to be awful. But it'll look it'll look like so it'll it'll look like that was the plan. When that actually happens, and it will happen. I will hold your hair back as you puke into the toilet. <laughs> I, have, I have so many memories of just Carmelo Anthony with 20, 22 seconds left on the clock down to just dribbling the ball until there's eight seconds on yeah. the clock. <laughs> it's a shame that one on five basketball never worked in New York. <laughs> what a surprise. Mello. Mello had a, a game the other night, though. I think he put up like 24. Sure. Yeah. yeah. God, he, and, he and Paul George combined for like 50 points, I think. God, Ooh, we're at a stage count. where when Melo scores 24, it's an event. Hey, you know, he's been, he's, dude's been in the league for like 15 years. Not everyone can be LeBron James. Fair. Uh, moving over to I, the... I, I think, I, I'm, right. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If, if I don't know if, if Steph Curry is going to be back. I, um, oh, he, he might be. There's a possibility that he could be. If he is, that goes four games really? only. No, I still yeah. think it goes six. But I, 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 I've heard that he's, he might not be back until the second round. And I love the fact that they're like, he could be, he'll, he'll be definitely be back in the second round because everyone's like, well, yeah, they're definitely going to make it there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they, they are. So, <laughs> yes, they are. It doesn't matter how they get there. If they get there in six games or four games, they'll be there. Moving over to the Eastern I, Conference. Let's do it. Um, Raptors, Wizards. Raptors. Raptors. We talk about raptors, man. So, oh, that's right, the raptors. The rap, the raptors in three. (laughs) You have the raptors in three in a seven-game series. I got them in three. (laughs) Yep, yep, got Uh, them in three. So John Wall's not going to be, and he's not coming back. No, so he just hit the wall. Which I think is the best thing for that team, right? Save him. How is that? How is that? You mean like? They're playing less. They're, they're playing as a team. No. They're maxed out yeah. right now. Like at the like, this is this as the, this wizard ceiling with that core locked up with all the money they have invested in them. Like this is this is it. Like I the, do think John Wall needs to leave, though. I, I think they need to bring in a, a 
a, a less selfish superstar. Just you wait till John Wall's on the Cavs next year. <laughs> where's Ooh. where's uh, where's LeBron in that scenario? Because he's not in Cleveland. <laughs> L.A. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to where LeBron goes next year. I don't like. I don't like. And and I wish LeBron would go to the Celtics. That would be. That would get be back up with Kyrie. so pitch perfect if LeBron winds up in Boston. Like he he turns out to have been the motivator for for Kyrie Irving to ask for a trade. He gets Kyrie traded to Boston. Yes, and then just guts it's Cleveland a, by going beautiful. there himself. <laughs> wow. No, he's going to Miami. Be. We all know that. Um, but <laughs> he's going back. I like. I don't like everyone, you know, trashing John Wall and and and, you know, he's better. He he would make this Wizards team better. They the fact that they are playing better is not a reflection, a negative reflection on John Wall. John Wall is, I right. still think, one of the top three or four point guards in the league, and. The fact that Bradley Beal is playing this well and the fact that the other guys are, you know, hitting their threes, that's not a negative reflection on John Wall. I don't think his selfishness or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, was anything about why the team wasn't playing his well. His ball hoggery? I, I don't think he hogs the ball. No, I don't think he's a ball I think he does. either. I think, I think he takes a lot more shots than he needs to take. I think sometimes he'd be better. He's not a I ball think stopper. he'd be better off passing the ball in most situations. Than shooting. John Wall averages. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like he's probably like third yeah, assists. <laughs> Where are we? It could be wrong. I'm not even looking at. Nine, he was averaging this year Dan. nine and a half assists a game. This year, yeah, <laughs> he passes plenty. Nine and a half assists. A How game many shots year. does he take so, a game? He is taking. Uh, looks like sixteen shots a game. Yeah, okay. 16 shots a game. Where's that? And he's right? making and That's he's reasonable. making 16.3 shots a game. And he's making 6.8. Like he's not a great shooter, but you know, he have when you when you have the ball in your hands all game long, you know, <laughs> uh, that's that's the way that it looks. All right, we have spent far too long talking about the eighth seed we in did. the East. Yeah, we're all we're all picking um, the uh we're all picking the the Raptors. Yeah, we're picking the Raptors. The um Cavs, Pacers, Cavs yeah. in three. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, no, I want, I want to pick against the Cavs. If it was going to be Cavs Heat, that would be a much more interesting series. I agree. I'm kind I, of hoping I think the that. outcome is the exact same. I guess. No. I don't know. I, I, it would be a much more interesting series and. But yeah, yeah, Cavs Pacers. It's 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 all Cavs all day. Mm. Now, Sixers. Yeah. What yeah. What, what do you want to What do you want to say about Sixers Heat? No, I mean I'll nothing yet. But Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be a surprise, and it hurts me and pains me to do this. But I think Dwayne Wade has one more series in him. And if he gets oh. if he gets the Sixers, or you know even the 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 broken injured Celtics, I think Eric Spolstra is the second best coach in the NBA, if not the best coach in the NBA, if not one of the best coaches across sports. 
And I think Dwayne Wade is, you know, he's that cagey veteran guy. He's got, I think he's got one more good series left. I think Hassan Whiteside is really good. Bam Adebayo is, you know, that Clint Capella type center. And they have three point shooters who can all get hot all at the same time. I think the, and, and the Sixers are super young, the, right? The, the Sixers are the kind of team that could lose to the Heat. Not, I, I'm not trying to poop on the, on the Sixers. I'm just saying, but you, you know, did. they're relying on, you on all young guys who haven't done it before, who for most of them have just lost their whole professional careers, right? Like most of the Sixers team has spent their entire professional career losing. And now they find themselves in the playoffs, not just in the playoffs, but with expectations as a favorite. I worry that the Heat have a good chance of winning this series. And so I will pick the Heat. I think Dwayne Wade's wow. a handsome guy. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade is a very attractive man. Not, like, why don't people talk about him as like a handsome guy? Because he's already dating uh, Gabrielle I, I understand. Union. What else he, needs I think to be married. said? I, yeah, I believe they are they married. They are married. But, You're right. I mean, You're, nobody's yes, ever talked yes. about him. I think he's one of the better-looking NBA players. Dwayne Wade, yeah. Dwayne Wade is a very good-looking gentleman. Anyways. That, that's that's uh, the kind Sixers. of analysis you can only find here at Shane's Life is a Fantasy yeah. Draft. Sixers, <laughs> for sure. Accurate. Uh, Celtics, Bucks, give me the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Celtics are all, all injured, hella injured, uh, and Giannis yeah. will find a way to re-injure Kyrie Irving, if, even if he's not playing. I'm officially off yes. of the Giannis fan wagon. Like, I, I, you did mention he is the I dirtiest him player. I the dirtiest player in the game right now. In the NBA. And I, okay. I disagree. Zaza Pachulia would like Zaza, a word with Zaza, you. Zaza, I don't even think Zaza would be happy to hear that. <laughs> I, I think even I, he's listening to this going, I'm going to get my hands. He's, he's going to be, he's going to stand behind think, me and, and get down yeah. on his hands and knees as I'm taking a step backwards. Yeah. Does Zaza Pachulia listen oh, to the sure. podcast? I have he it on good and, authority. Uh, he, yeah. and, he and Kale follow us now on Instagram. He and Kale. <laughs> and you should too. Shane's Shane Spot. Shane Spot. Yes. Uh, so wait, everybody Everybody has the box? Everybody has a yeah. seven seed beating a two? We all picked yeah. the box. And I look, love I it. love me some Celtics. Ugh. But since Kyrie's on that team, I no longer have any sort of affiliation to the Celtics at all. Is it because you hate flat earthers? That's a huge... Do you hate I, Kyrie I, yes, Irving yes, that much? I don't like Kyrie Irving at all. I don't think he's His that bad. He's actually me, a flat like, earther. No, I don't either. I feel like he was no, trolling the I, internet. I do think he. he oh. I think <sighs> someone is drinking real hard right now. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was a hard drink. It was a hard. <laughs> it was a big call. That was away from the microphone. Shout out to Seven Eleven. A strong air, so I'm pull glad that on you guys that. Brought it up. <laughs> Did a lot of talking today. You have. Uh, we're not picking the, the rest. Are we picking the rest of the playoffs today? No. Or are we just picking the first, first round? Because this could change next Cause, week. Because, like, we, the second round, yeah, the second round doesn't start till <laughs> next month. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we will analyze so. our picks as we go through the rounds and see if we want to change them. But I don't think uh, we, we shouldn't pick the rest of the playoffs right also, now. Also, we have to see where the seeds fall. Yeah, that's true. The seeding isn't even done. 
I mean, Only I think what you see seeds. is what you get, but. Right. Let's get out of here. Intelligence is greater than man. Greater than man. Greater than man. Intelligence is greater than man. Intelligence is greater than man. Intelligence is intelligence is intelligence is intelligence is intelligence is greater than man. Greater than man. Greater than man. Oh, we're going deep. We're going real oh. deep. Oh. Do we have any deep dive drops? I, triple D. Triple I D. Put, I can put some deep dive drops on. All right. Uh. It's time. Uh. You guys. Yeah. We're here. We're diving. We're waiting. F- been waiting five years five for this years moment. Of losing. Five years of unadulterated, unabashed, unapologetic, unashamed atrocity. Ladies and gentlemen, your Philadelphia 76ers. Playoff bound, 50 wins, riding a 15 game win streak. Is that the longest win streak in the NBA right now? It's the longest win streak in the NBA right now. It is the longest win streak in Philadelphia 76ers history since 1990. That's how long it's been. Gents, we're here. The process has been processed. Yeah. We got to take, we gotta take a that. look back. We got to take a look back to how we got here in a little segment that we call a deep dive. I don't even like. I don't even think that's a thing. We shouldn't no, we really call, call it, it the that. Just, we're going deep. Yeah, we're going <laughs> exactly in a little segment we call the C block. That doesn't sound Gents. good either. It sounds. It sounds like some. Sort no, of it doesn't. Podcast. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't call it the C. I couldn't call it the C no. section. No, that's not a good one. Yeah, it's not good. That's at all. not. That's not. Uh, that's not kosher for passing. either. No. No. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Guys, the Philadelphia 76ers started 2013 this season with a starting lineup of Thaddeus Young, Michael Carter-Williams, James Anderson, Evan Turner, and Spencer And uh, Michael Carter-Williams won the Rookie of the Year that year. He did. He was a Rookie well, of the Year that gonna year. Guess who's going to win that it this team, year? <laughs> my man Ben Simmons. 76er. Shout out to Tanache. Shout out to Tanache. Um, yeah. That team combined, that illustrious roster combined to go 19 and 63, and the process was started. What happened then? After the season ended, they released Andrew Bynum, Swaggy P, and a bunch of guys you've never heard of. Then they traded Drew Holiday, serviceable point guard, to the New Orleans Pelicans for the draft rights to Nerland's Noel. After that, Nerlens Noel signed a contract. Michael Carter-Williams signed a multi-year deal. And the Sixers waived a bunch of players that you have never heard of, including a man named Vander Blue. That's a nice jazz name. Yes. Or maybe like a a baritone Motown band. I would absolutely go see a, a R&B crooner named yeah. Vander Blue. Vander Blue mm. went to Marquette University. 
Ooh. Oh, D- Dwayne Wade's at school. I'll bet that man is also very good looking. It's a handsome, it's a handsome Actually, university. Vander Blue played it is. It, it, th- uh, 18 games this year. Is that true? I'll be damned. In between <laughs> okay. his residency I'm sorry, five, in ga- Vegas. five games this year for the Lakers. Oh. At the, okay. At the trade deadline of that season, Spencer Hawes went to the Cavs in exchange for two players you've two never players. heard of. Um, two players. A 2014 second-round pick and a 2014 second-round pick. Two, two picks. picks. Then they traded for Danny Granger in exchange for Lavoy Allen, Evan Turner, and I don't think and Danny Cash. played, right? He was injured. He was, no. he was the expiring yeah, contract of Danny Ranger. Yes, 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 yes. Um, then they placed the contract of Danny Granger on waivers <laughs> less than a week later. Well, and yeah, you as know, you do bought out when you signed Danny, Danny Granger. Danny Granger went to like one of the contenders that year and didn't do anything. Right. Um, Casper Ware, not sure who that is. Sounds like a, like a um, ghost. He was... He was added and dropped more than <laughs> he was added and dropped more than Jamison Crowder in a 10 team fantasy league. Ice cold. Then the 2014 NBA draft in which the Philadelphia 76ers somehow had seven picks. <laughs> the centerpiece of that draft was Joel Embiid, who did not play the following year. Uh, they also drafted Alfred Payton, K.J. McDaniels, Jeremy Grant, Russ Smith, and two guys whose names end in Chick. Um, I'm That's, bad um, that. man, I, bad I, like, I like Alfred Payton. Not great. They sent him off to Orlando. Right. And it didn't take them too long no, to do they that. They did it on draft night. Um, they yes, didn't want guys exactly. that could play right away. They did not. That wasn't that was the, the problem. No. Yeah, that's not how you process something. You got to redshirt them. The so here's first the professional year. Exactly, you got to be right. injured your first year. It's the thing, or in Serbia. Um, August twenty third, twenty fourteen. Kevin Love. Remember the Kevin Love trade? Of course you, you do. Yeah. Kevin Love was acquired by the Cleveland Cavaliers in exchange for Anthony Betta, Andrew Wiggins, and a conditional 2015 first-round pick. Luke Maamut, Alexi Shved, and a conditional 2015 first-round pick were acquired by the Philadelphia 76ers in exchange for Thaddeus Young. Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins, Thaddeus Young, and a player to be named later were claimed by the Wolves. So, crazy, crazy stuff. MB then this got signed to a contract. KJ McDaniel signed a contract, and off we go into the season 2014-2015. Now, you're probably wondering to yourself, gosh, that's a lot of wheeling and dealing. You're right. But crucially, November 15, 2014, Robert Covington, Rocco, signed a multi-year contract crucially. with the Philadelphia 76ers. Crucially, Robert Covington. Solid NBA player Playing really good minutes And uh, A very streaky shooter Ronnie Turiaf um, I just wanted to mention his name There's no real reason to mention his name He just appears here in the list of transactions 
Uh, Larry Drew was added and dropped uh, quite a bit, like Santonio Holmes. Um, JaVale, oh, the Sixers did, in fact, sign JaVale McGee. I just let the record show that the so Sixers the signed JaVale reflect. McGee at some point. Yes. Then came the 2015 NBA draft where they selected Jaleel Okafor and five guys who almost never played Can a game. Can I just take us a, on a quick aside on the 2015 yes, NBA please. draft yeah. that everyone thought was going to be this vaunted draft class? Oh, my God. Does Less, anybody? Please. So, so the number one pick in the draft, Carl Anthony Towns, really good. Okay. Uh, yes, D'Angelo agreed. Russell already on his second team. Also possibly mm-hmm. not the best player on the Brooklyn Nets. Jaleel Okafor also on his second team, also on the Brooklyn Nets right now. Uh, Chris Apps Porzingis uh, in danger of becoming an injury bust. Um, and then after that, uh, what, Stanley Johnson probably not going to be re-signed by Detroit. Like, he's not any good. Um, Justice Winslow, clearly a bust. Frank Kaminsky might be the mm-hmm. like after Carl Anthony Towns is Frank Kaminsky the best player out of that 2015 top 10? Is Frank Kaminsky an NBA player or a television cop? <laughs> Kaminsky. Kaminsky. I warned you Kaminsky. Badge and gun Kaminsky. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely a TV cop. Uh, by the way, that that vaunted 2014-2015 76ers team went 18 and 64 a year after going, a year after going. It is so much unbelievable losing. Like it's it's hard to it's be so a much... fan of a team that loses that much. I should know I'm a Knicks fan, and they don't even lose as much as these Sixers teams have been losing. Shout out to the Browns fans. And oh, go dogs. I really shout love shout I'll out. I'll pour one out for a Browns fan. Man, I will pour one out for a Browns fan. Absolutely. Oh, I feel so bad for the Browns. One, oh my one goodness. victory in the past um, two years. Can you imagine that? Like just winning one Do you game. Know, over the one last, game. I think it's four years. Over the last four years, the winningest quarterback in, in Browns franchise over the last four years. Johnny Manziel. Robert Griffin III. Johnny Manziel, yeah. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Johnny Manziel, who hasn't played football is... in two years, is the winningest quarterback over the last four years for the Cleveland Browns. That is unbelievable. In this season alone, Tyrod <laughs> is going to be best that mark. I really, I mean, unless the no Browns question. draft two quarterbacks, right? Two quarterbacks. All right. Two quarterbacks. We're running are you guys ready for are you guys ready for I don't peak know. We're process? Running out of time. Can you process me quick? I wanna all right, I'll I'll get like at the T one lines in college and process as Do quick it. as I can. Um the Philadelphia 76ers of 2015, 2016 won Jeez. ten games. Ten. Nineteen, Excellent. eighteen, and then ten. Uh the Sixers signed Kendall Marshall, they signed TJ McConnell. Still on the team, still playing very good minutes. Uh, Then they went through and decided to blow up most of everything, signing and re-signing people like Christian Wood, Kendall Marshall, Tony Tony Roten, et cetera, et cetera. The trade deadline, the Sixers basically dealt away players that some guy named Chu. Shinsu Chu? 
literally, his first name's no Chu. I don't know his last name. I can't pronounce it. I'm not good with names. Christian Wood was added and dropped all year long. Now, at the draft, this, they selected Ben Simmons in the first round. Yeah, heard of him. Pretty good pick. And, and my man TLC, Timothy Luau Cabarro. TLC, sixth man of the year candidate. Yeah. So now that team was bad. The 2016-2017 team, just as bad. This team lost and lost and lost, but they did win 28 games in 2016-2017. And that was when... They did, uh, just because Joel Embiid started playing. Exactly. There was a January... They they were the best team in January of 2017, and then Joel... Or Joel Anthony. Joel Embiid... Uh, was shut down for the season. Ben Simmons never made it out, and their star draft pick, um, and Dario Saric finally came over from Serbia. So those are the things you have to know about that team. So all the pieces are in place now, except for one Markel he's, uh He's finding his shot. Who was drafted. He's finding his shot, and he's starting to play quality minutes. These Sixers now can trot out a starting five of Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, Robert Covington, and J.J. Redick. And they've got TLC coming off the bench, folks. I think. They've won 50 games. They're back. They're back. <laughs> the, the heyday of the Sixers on its way. I think the big. I don't really think they went anywhere. The but big, whatever. the big transaction for them. I mean, I, obviously the draft picks are the, are the most important parts, right? But it was a big surprise this off season when they went after and when they got JJ Redick, because that's that's them saying, "Hey, hey, we're going to actually try to win this year." Exactly. That was that that signaled that they were in win now mode, which I know is like a cliche thing to say, and I should probably dock myself points. Yeah, you have my saying win now mode. You're listening to Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft, powered by Geeks on Anyway. Running out of time, let's get to some lighthearted, entertaining stuff and something well, we call the D block. That's prison um, too. We're a couple weeks. <laughs> that's where we are. Uh, a couple weeks into the baseball season, uh, we got to talk about the phenomenon of people sitting behind home plate and waving at the camera. I say that's the second most annoying thing people do when they sit behind home plate. The first most annoying thing people do is they sit there and they stare into their phone. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is a plague that is affecting, I mean, it's affecting the entire world at this point. Uh, people, I don't know, I don't know, I'll, I'll take us off topic immediately here. Um, what's worse, people at sporting events staring at their phones or people at concerts recording the concert on their phone? When I, so last week I went and saw Run the Jewels open for Lord. Nice. Um, and... Yeah, good yeah, show. Solid show, and there was a group of like three, uh, probably like late teens, maybe I would say, eighteen, nineteen, somewhere in there, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, 
the entire time Run the Jewels, they clearly don't know who Run the Jewels is on, is who they are. Sure. Whatever, right? Them they got ran. took selfies for a half an hour straight. And I'm not kidding you when I say they must have taken 300 pictures in this amount of time. And it was so distracting to everyone around them that, Every- like, I don't know how I feel about selfies in general. I, I, I don't have a feel. You want to take a picture of your face and post it for the world? I don't care. If that makes you feel good, do it, right? But at some point, this constant need to, to document your life with a front-facing camera, it has to stop because it's starting to affect other people's be, enjoyment. Of be things. honest for a minute here, Greg. Was it affecting everyone around yes. or was it affecting you? Well, there was only two other people around me and they both looked perturbed, especially the older gentleman who clearly brought his two daughters to see Lord, um, who these people, when they were taking the selfies, they kept rubbing their butt on him because they were trying to get just the right angle. And he just kind of sat there and took it. So props out to that guy. <laughs> it took one for the team. But uh, honestly, I'll stay you know what? You're game. behind home plate. Those are good seats. You're in a nice protected shell, mm-hmm. right? Because you got the uh, you got the net around you, but uh, don't go to a baseball game. Yeah, if uh, if you don't want to watch, yeah, a baseball watch game. when when you're at the game, or at least eat watch hot dogs. the game. And yeah, I don't. I I think I would rather have people wave at the camera because at least that means they're paying enough attention to know the camera's on. But still, I'd I'd like people to stop waving at the camera because I can't. I can't take it anymore. Although if I was a, if I was a baseball if I owned a baseball team, I would probably be like, "Hey, you bought the seat. Do whatever you want while you're back there within, you know, well, reason." Well, of course, obviously, I mean, you buy the seat, you do what you want there, you cheer, you boo, you look at your phone, you you, you wave to the camera, whatever. I'm just saying it's annoying. It's annoying when people are are You know what I think the, the most annoying thing is? This is the most annoying thing that I think people do at baseball games. The stupid YMCA. Whoa. Song. That to me is the whoa. dumbest thing that happens. At oh, yeah. Whoa. You are, you are, whoa, you are whoa, ripping whoa. the New York Yankees fifth inning tradition right now, sir. I love the grounds. The grounds crew chimes in with yeah. a round. It's one of the best things that, that happens in baseball. I would argue it's not even one of the ten best things. You are, you are, <laughs> you are so far off. This is this is, this is unbelievable. I can't believe I'm in the minority here. Oh, I am, yeah. I am, oh, yeah. I am boiling over with oh, rage yeah. right now. You don't even know. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Personally attacked. I mean, if you want to say what the here's the number one thing that you can do at a Yankees game now is you can get a beer. And they put a little Yankees uh, Hall of Famer silhouette in foam on the Do top. They? That's really cool. Yeah. That is I think cool. the addition of craft beer to baseball games was like the, the cherry on top that makes, I think, a baseball game the most fun game to go see live. Oh, it is. It is for sure the best uh, outing. It's the best way to spend a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon for sure. All right. Uh, I agree with that. I think on that note, you guys, we're at uh, 67 minutes. Wow. Wow. Okay. 
Tight was it size? Uh, was it? Well, tight. It's real was tight. Was it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> we got. We got. We got parts. We were lefty loosey a little bit. It was like a. It, it was. It was like <laughs> turtleneck tight. What, what did Mitch Hedberg say? Wearing a turtleneck Wait, is like being on. choked by a really weak guy all all day long. <laughs> Wait, exactly. uh, a, a turtleneck that's been washed and dried a dozen times, or a turtleneck just store bought? Store bought, but but one, but a size, oh, but a size too small. Store bought, size too small. Oh, that's real tight. That's a real tight. It's a real tight sixty-seven minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening, especially if you made it through the whole thing. Uh, find us. Find, find the show at Shane's Pod. John Gorman, where can they find you after the show? Uh, you can find me at the dot .co, johngorman.co, also Instagram. Hey, hey Greg. Gorman. Greg, where are you hanging out for hey, the Gorman. after show party? Around. All right. You can find me at Gram Yo Life Away. <laughs> oh, I cut out? I'm sorry, what? You cut out there. Oh. Well, I don't think I cut out on the <laughs> yeah. microphone that I'm speaking into. That is <laughs> no, probably not. Independent of the microphone that you're hearing me on. But it's All right, perfect. Graham, yo, Good life call. away. That's an Instagram handle. Snapchat. Beautiful. Snap your life away. Fellas, it's been fun. And check me out over at Don't Take My Name. Mm. That's a Twitter I'll handle. I'll start tweeting random stuff. That is a Twitter yeah. handle. That's my Twitter handler. Yeah. Check out Geeks got Unlimited. Got handle. Like and subscribe. I don't know how many shows are still Shout doing out. YouTube shows, but like and subscribe them anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like and subscribe we're, we're ours. I'm going to podcast. I'm going to go podcasts. back and post, Anchor. and I'm going to put uh, Geeks Unlimited read in there. Wow. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we might even have some okay. post editing done on this show. We often do. <laughs> yeah. We we generally just have to pipe in uh, John's actual audio after the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We are the there process is, of podcast, friends. There is a uh, for, podcast, for, and I believe it is called, I think it's called Bet the Process. Yes. I don't watch it. Ooh. I don't listen to it because I don't like, I like gambling. It. Also, you don't listen to other podcasts besides this one. I do. I listen to one other one, but I'm not going to say what it is. Actually, no, it's not true. Yeah. I listen to the announcers table and talking flicks. Geeks oh, hey! Shout out. Two cats. Need, 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 okay. need to get that audio a little Shout tighter out. next week, Steve. <laughs> yeah, botcher. <laughs> well, for Daniel Gewertz and Greg Dennis, I'm Mark Helfold's jump shot. We'll see you all. We'll see y'all next week. Trust that process! Speechless on a summer night the candle makes the mood just right oh, You are everything I see Sweet kiss against the wall I will rise and you will fall oh, Everywhere